The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation. Yes, this is the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. We have a lot to cover, folks. Yes, as the football turns in Alameda, etc., etc., etc. Let's move on with show 210. Well, Raider fans, on show number 210, before I get rolling, let's remind you all of the podcast awards. That's right. Get on it. Get in it. Uh, do what you got to do. It's on our webpage. Randy will explain exactly what you have to do, and we will check that and check that out big time. On today's show, of course, we have the post game yeah. for the Bills. That's right. I'm yeah. calling this one. Ain't that some Bills shit? That's right. The Bulls game will hit that, and boy, do we have to hit that one hard. Hey, here's another story for you. Kawakami, you're still an asshole. But, and of course, we have to hit the pregame for the chargeless, nutless, boatless chargers, or what I like to call them now, the dead batteries, thanks to a fan on this site. And of course, we will hit the bone line, where you too can put your bones out here and show everybody, or tell everybody your opinion on the games and whatever else is happening here in Raider Nation land. So let us get on to the first story of the day. That's right. Ain't that some Bill shit? <laughs> and look at it go. He could go all the way. Touchdown! 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 The Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout it right now, baby. Come on, come on. Come on and shout. Buffalo's happening now, we're on the moon now The fields are happening now, they're making it happen now We've got the spirit, a lot of spirit, yeah We've got the spirit, just watch it happen now Hey, 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 hey Let's go Buffalo, let's go Buffalo Let's go Buffalo, let's go Buffalo The bills make me wanna Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Okay, guys, where else would you rather be? Well, Raider Nation, did you see it? I saw it. I saw it for sure because it was right in my face. That's right. Three quarters of the game dominated by the Raiders' defense. And, well, not so much the offense, but the defense was definitely dominating. However, with... D-Mac, out of commission, obviously wasn't making those slants or cuts. He couldn't make any yardage. I think he only made 46 yards the entire game. With Fargus out, hurt, of course, there's a lot of reasons this didn't happen. But we dominated the game for three quarters of the game. We lost the game in six minutes and 23 seconds, folks. I thought we had this game won, folks. Didn't you? 
didn't you? Marshawn Lynch, we held him. We were demoralizing the Buffalo Bills to the tune of silent and awestruck fans. You could hear a pin drop three quarters of that game until Gabriel Wilson gets thrown out by the referees for a penalty. Gerald Warren out with a stinger in his neck. Our defense turns to a marshmallow. Marshmallow Hall, that is, who gets torched four times in a row to the tune of a touchdown within six freaking minutes. Is there nothing that they could have done? Could they have not have gone for two points after our first touchdown from Johnny Lee Higgins? Could we not have gone for maybe two points instead of a field goal, which made no difference if they were going to come back? At least we could have fought in some overtime. No. No. Edwards, 10 of 21 in the first three quarters for a total of 96 yards. In the last six minutes, he was 14 for 18, 128 yards, and two scores. Do I need to say more about the weak-ass defense in this game's last six minutes? We had two timeouts left. Why? I don't know. Do you think possibly clock management was a problem? Well, hell yeah, it was a problem. It was a big-time problem. Kiffin blew it on the clock-managing side of the ball, not allowing us even the opportunity, the opportunity for us to win. They had one timeout left. We had two, and we let the clock run down to nothing and watched our victory become defeat in the last three seconds of the game. Why Lane Kiffin decided to sit back in the fourth quarter doesn't make any sense to this Raider fan, except for Greg Knapp. That's a very much Knapp offense. Now, I know there's a whole bunch of bullshit going on in Oakland and speculation about this and that. Lane's supposed to call his own calls. But, hey, Greg Knapp's there for something. They called him Greg taking a nap when he was in Atlanta and also when he was in San Francisco. He's not a very good offensive coordinator. When it comes to this kind of thing, it's very typical of him to sit on a fucking lead. Nine points. We can hold them. Our defense is gassed because our offense can't make a first down. Ten first downs for the whole game. Is that what it was? To 28, 26 first downs for them? What kind of bullshit is that? When you run the ball knowing you're going to get stuffed and one of the best, better run defenses in the league, you better open it up and at least give Jamarcus Russell the opportunity to lose the game. That's the only way we had a chance to win the game. Give the young man, the $60 million man, an opportunity to win. What did he have, two passes after the half? That is ridiculous. One of them was to Johnny Lee Higgins for 68-yard touchdown. We have to let this guy start playing football. Let's get over this, Raider Nation. We're not going to go to the playoffs. 
Let's just realize that we're not that good a team, but we are a good team, and we can put points on the board if we just try to just relax and play good football and be aggressive, aggressive in the fourth quarter. You don't let somebody get off the hook. If you want to stand on a lead, stand on it in the last 30 seconds of the fucking game, not the last six minutes. And going home with two timeouts, what is that bullshit? I don't get it. I just don't understand the offense or defense of coaching this game. I do understand that Gabriel Wilson was out because of his penalty, his personal foul, or whatever that bullshit was. I was just so blown away when I saw that. He did get caught, though. He got caught. He got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. So he's out. Gerald Warren gets a stinger in his neck, and Rob Ryan runs to find a pacifier, stick it in his mouth, and repeat exactly the defense that got our asses handed to us from Denver. Now, I can't say much more than that. I don't want to say much more than that. Johnny Lee Higgins did play very well. Our defense was monstrous in the first three quarters of the game. We had these guys manhandled and running for home. They were calling mommy on their cell phones left and right, and then we just sat there and let them pummel the ball right up our ass. This is one of those games. That's right. Dave Casper... One of the very big-time contributors here, as far as the podcast is concerned, he has it down. I understand it, too. The Raiders in the last six years have had an uncanny way of shoving their hand right up your ass, grabbing your heart, and ripping it right out in the last quarter of the game. I don't even want to know the statistics of how close we came to winning the last three seasons. I don't give a shit. What I do give a shit about is that this coaching staff gets it together. I don't give a shit who's coaching. You know what? I can hear it now. Our next coach is the janitor for the Oakland Raiders. Yes, he has a lot of experience. He's the guy we believe in. That's right. He's been cleaning off chalkboards here for 50 years. And he knows all the plays that have been played in that whole 50 years. He has a respect of the players. He has a respect of the other janitors. And he will be a fine coach for the Oakland Raiders. I don't care who the coach is. I don't, you know, I'd love to have Kiffin. But at this point, all I want is a team that can perform and finish four quarters of football. And you know what? That's really all I have to say about this game. Because it just blew everybody's 500,000 people watching TV got their heart ripped out of their ass. And that's all I have to say about that. That's not all I have to say about this freaking game. You know what? I'll tell you this. We have good players. We have guys that can really put the ball down. We have guys that are young and, and, and starting to show improvement, and it looks really good at times. That's okay. I'm expecting a rebuilding year. Everybody should. Jamarcus... He's got to learn. Let the man throw the frickin' ball. If he doesn't learn now, how many years are we going to have to suffer for him learning an offense? Please, let's get this show on the frickin' road. Now I'm done.
Kawakami. You're still an asshole. <laughs> and, well, Herrera, you're no prize either, Padna. Okay, so the circus in Alameda blows up again with this rant of uh, Herrera, which is an executive for the Oakland Raiders, and Kawakami, one of the beat writers, uh, beat, I, I say beat for sure, He's the worst writer I've ever read, and he is so into his own $50 words and his own little twisted, you know, <laughs> you read any of his stuff, look at it. It's funny. Anyway, Kawakami, king of the Benjo, at a press conference, talking to Lane Kiffin about the letter that was handed out by Herrera in the press room. It was an ESPN article bashing Kiffin, and on and on and on and on and on. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make great banner. It made everybody. A matter of fact, it was across all sports networks. It was something to see. Yet another embarrassment for the Oakland Raiders. Well, wait, wait, wait. Now, is this about Kawakami? I'm going to tell you this, Raider Nation. Fuck no. You know what it's about? It's about our dysfunctional organization. Where is Al Davis? You know, Herrera is another is another slave of Al Davis and a yes man. And yes, he goes under the desk if you know what I'm talking about, Patna. That's right. He is the one of the groupies that surrounds Al Davis and tells him these delusional stories about how well our team's doing under his management. That's fucking right. You know what? As a Raider fan, I am tired of this bullshit. I am tired of this nonstop circus atmosphere in Alameda that makes me as a fan and every other fucking fan look like a clown. That's right. Everybody points it out to you. It's in your face. And yeah, I don't let it get to me. But you know what? Right here, when I'm talking to my brothers and sisters in Raider Nation, fuck that. It does get to me. It bothers me that this multi-million dollar operation is run by a bunch of fucking clowns. Don't you think they would like to have some positive press for a change? Why not come out with something honest like we're doing a coaching search because we understand it's an untenable situation here with our head coach, Lane Kiffin. How about a little bit of fucking honesty? How about having Al Davis come out and say everything's fine, we're going forward with the season, and we'll make an evaluation at the end of the season? But fuck no. They have to dangle Kiffin out there and beat him up with the press and kind of push him out like the like he's the this, this the stepchild of the organization. And that's exactly what the fuck is happening. Does does Al Davis and the Raiders think that we're fucking blind here? Does does it just me who doesn't see the ludicrousy of this entire fucked up organization? I love the Raiders. It hurts me. As a fan, to see this horseshit and this drama of momentous bullcrap on the media, on the news, I can hardly fucking stand it anymore. I can't believe with the millions, $800 million, and I want to tell you, it is the second least valuable team in the NFL, if you want to know the facts. Now, I'm not bashing the Raiders. I'm just telling it like it is, man, just from me, just from this Raider fan. 
I love these guys. We have a great team. It's a great bunch of guys. We got great attitudes. Our head coach might not be the most experienced, but he's growing along with these youngsters. I think we have some magic here, and I think we can do something. But this constant horseshit out of Alameda without clarification, without any kind of anything to settle down, this constant rant of crap is unacceptable to me as a fucking fan, and I'm fucking pissed at Al Davis and his crony bullshit people that surround him for not at least giving the Raider Nation the common fucking courtesy to tell it like it is one way or another. Instead of listening to a bunch of hack writers that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, pummel us and allow other fans to take shots every fucking day, I'm just fucking pissed. And that's all I have to say about that. Raider Nation, how do we beat the dead batteries? That's right. The chargeless, the boltless, the nutless, chargeless chargers. That's right. The team that has no home, the team that nobody wants them to be in their backyard. I love it. They're a great team still getting punked by all of Southern California. I love it too. And Sean Merriman, hey, nice talking to you. I love that too. Oh, LaDamian Tomlinson, he's still talking retirement, and he hasn't played well because of his turf toe situation or his hammy, whichever one it is this week. LaDamian. So Darren Sprawls is a monster. He's a machine. He's a rocket. You really have to watch this guy, and he's the one guy that we have to stop right away. Now, I'm going to tell you how the Raiders can win this game, and you know what? The Raiders can beat these mothers. The Raiders could beat these mofos because we have the talent. We showed the talent last week at the Bills. We can take it to these cats at home, and I expect our Raiders to come out popping and fighting and cracking like we never heard at the Coliseum. They let us down the first opener of the season at home, and I'm still sore about that bullshit to this very fucking second. These guys have shown that they've grown, they've matured, and with good coaching and everything else for that matter, there is no reason that we can't beat these guys. Now, the Jets, they're not nothing to talk about because I think we can beat their ass too because they got beat hard by San Diego yesterday in San Diego's 
house. That's right. San Diego's coming into Oakland thinking that they got an easy win here in Oaktown, and I say enough is a frickin' enough. It's time to take it to these mofos like we need business. We've tried to and not really tried to the last couple seasons to put the kibashi on these guys, and it's fucking time. It's time the fans show up, get their ass in a seat, and rip the stadium walls down with our screams. I'm not kidding. That's really important because a 12th man has to be there, just like at Denver, but this time the team has to do their share. And what I mean by that is we need consistent constant pressure on Rivers. We have to make him throw interceptions so he can win we can win the turnover battle. Man coverage on the defense has to be something that happens. We cannot zone cover for shit. And the minute he goes into it, somebody should throw a battery at Rob Ryan and hit him in the melon. Clock management. Yes, Lane Kiffin. The basics of most basics. Greg Knapp, that's your fucking job, buddy. You better manage the clock because in the last quarter of the game, I do not want to throw up in my shoes like I did last week. Darren Sprouls, like I said, is an animal, and we're going to have to keep him from running the ball because he's very good out of the backfield as well. Now, as far as LT, he's still crying about his hemi. He's still crying about his going to be retirement if we don't make it to the Super Bowl. You know what? He's still looking for a home. They're still looking for a ring. They're still looking for Mr. Rogers to keep being mar- quit being a marble mouth. San Diego is a freaking mess. They got the worst fans in sports. They only show up on the big games and whatever happens to any other game, they don't give a rat's ass. They don't even show up for the big games. <laughs> they had to beg people to buy seats for the playoffs for crying out loud. This game is winnable by Oakland by controlling the game clock, controlling the first downs, constant pressure on the quarterback, and good coverage. That is how we will win this game. And if this team is fed up and tired of getting their ass beat, it's time that they stand up at home in front of the home crowd and put on a show that is worthy of the thousands of dollars, the hundreds of thousands of dollars, the millions of fucking dollars that people pay to see the Raiders play on the field. Yes, I'm telling you, I would pay that because they're my Raiders. I love this team, and I am sick and tired of the bullshit. All I want is victories and wins, and I really don't give a shit if it is the janitor who's coaching. We all know what's best for this team. We've always known what's best for this team. And I'm going to tell you all right now, we're going to have to get along without the Kiff, just like we got along without Marcus Allen, just how we got along without Gruden, just how we got along without Bruce Allen. The list goes on of successful, positive people in the organization that have been booted by this ring of bullshit around our Al Davis that's giving him the bum steer. So I'm telling you right now, Raider Nation, we can beat these assholes in our house, and that's what we're going to have to do. And I, as a fan, totally believe that we can win this game because of how we played the Bills. The defense has to keep where they are and not let up. The offense has to trust Russell to throw the ball. Be brave. 
Be brave. So what if he gets an interception? So what? It's not going to kill him. What is it going to give an emotional drama? Let the kid play. He's a $60 million man. Let him try to see what he can do on his own. Unleash his talents and let him go, Lane. Let him go. And we can win this game and blow everybody's mind in the process, including Ed Cocules. That's right. So you heard it here on the Raider Nation podcast that we can win this game. And I do expect that the Raiders win this game. You know why? Because I'm a Raider fan and I believe that we have the talent and we have the coaching brains in there somewhere that could put together a game win for our team. And that's all I got to say about that. Now let's see what we got next here. The Bone Line. 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone. Throw us a bone. You know what I'm talking about. That's right. Give us your opinion. That's right. Try to make it under a minute and a half. That's the best way to go. We're getting so many bone lines now, folks. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're getting 20, 30, whatever. we got a lot of them, so we can't put them all on the show. We're going to try to pick out the best ones. So you know what? Just like Romy says, not like I'm anywhere near the Romester, but have a take and don't suck. Don't waste a lot of oohs and ahs. Make a, you know, make a script and, and go for it. Because those are the ones, the crisp buns, we're going to put those babies on because we just got to do it. We're going to do it just that way, too. So we're going to make it fair and real and real fair that way. So let's go to the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. What's your bone, Padna? Well, Raider Nation, you've been hitting the bone line hard, and we've got some great takes, man. The Raider Nation speaks out. You guys are saying this about the same stuff pretty much, but... Check it out. Check it, check it. Archangel from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Dude, I love your takes, man. What you got to say? Archangel here calling from Stone Mountain, Georgia. I cannot believe this bullshit. Here it is. We were playing a good goddamn game, and then all of a sudden, just because every time we get the lead, Greg Knapp wants to go ahead and be conservative and run, run, run the freaking ball instead of letting um, Russell throw the ball. Then we decided in the second half we're going to go ahead and go back to playing that same trifle-ass defense that we played against Denver. And that's how they started coming back, and they beat us in this game. Jeez Louise. Boy, I tell you, boy, they can give you the highest high and bring you that down to the lowest low. Oh, man, I'm so pissed off. Lord, have mercy. Anyway, I'll holler at you fellas later. It's drinking time. And we're making so bad, I know we don't drink on Sundays. Peace. You're damn straight. A tired old holding on to a lead. You know Greg Knapp was there in Atlanta? That's right. You know that. And he does hold on to a lead. Not very well, obviously. And that tired defense, need I say more? Rob Ryan, you need to get your fat house out of Oakland, partner, because you're not doing it. Yep, the Raiders have a way of taking it to the highest highs and the lowest lows, Padna. We all agree with that for sure. Who's next? Joel of the Coachella Valley. What you got, brother? 
Hey, Raider Nation, this is Joel from the Coachella Valley. What's going on today? Hey, you know, I almost called in yesterday, started giving props to the Raiders, but they put their hands around their necks and choked us out of that game. What the heck was that? Was that a prevent defense? That prevents you from winning the game, Rob Ryan. That was freaking horrendous. Played three quarters of great defense, and you decide to stand back and let that little punk ass, whatever his name is, throw the ball all over the field so they could score. Well, anyway, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm kind of pissed off because we should have won that game. Uh, we played well. Offense needs to step it up a notch. This week, we've got the freaking deadbolt. Let, hopefully, they will uh, get their ass kicked tonight by Monday Night Football. And then we can kick their ass uh, next weekend on the 28th Raiders versus Chargers. Damn, we got to beat them Chargers. I can't stand them. I hate them more than my mother-in-law. Anyway, guys, have a good one. And uh, go Raiders. Let's go. Let's get our shit together. Peace out. Yeah, we choked ourselves out. You better believe we choked ourselves out. That's right. There's nothing else I can say about that. Uh, yeah, the deadbolts are coming to town, and we ought to be ready for it. We can beat them, man. We showed that we can do it. We got to play four quarters of perfect football to beat the bolts, the deadbolts. So let's see it happen. Thanks for coming in, brother. Who we got here? Oh, my brother, Juan Jorge. Yeah, tell it like it is, partner, because we all feel the same way you sound. Hit it, Juan. <laughs> Hey, Greg, this is Juan Jorge calling in. And, man, that loss fucking hurts bad. We had that game won. We had no business losing that game. It was ours. The, our defense played phenomenal until the fourth quarter. When Rob Ryan played and called like a moron in the fourth quarter, his calls were a bunch of crap and he played it soft. I don't, however, blame any of this on Kiffin. Kiffin knows his team and knows his offense and knows what we can get and what we can't. Yeah, we would all love to have touchdowns instead of field goals, but we got field goals because our offensive line still can't pass protect very well with Mario Henderson only making the second start and Quayman Harris being injured. I just didn't see it happening. That's why I don't think we're throwing very much. But... We got the Chargers coming up next, and that's going to be a tough, tough game. Even though the record is, who knows, it could be 0-3 or 1-2. I don't know. But it's going to be a tough game regardless. And, uh, well, hope we come out 2-2 two two before the bye week. All right, bye. Well, it is a bad loss, Juan, but I'll tell you what, Lane Kiffin does have things to do with this loss. He did mismanage the clock badly. The play calling was anemic, and yes, Lane Kiffin got to stand up and take a hit on this one, buddy. It wasn't the players. It was Kiff and that idiot Ryan that lost the game for this team. I'm going to tell you that right now. So who we got next? Oh, look who, look who decided to pop his little pink head into the Raider Nation once again, will he ever freaking learn? Yes, it's the Pink Panther. Hit it, you idiot. Guess who? Yeah, that's right. It's the Proud Panther. 
calling once again. Well, well, well. Looks like you guys got yourself victory. But then again, it was against the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs are getting the first draft selection overall because they suck so bad. I wouldn't be surprised if they go 0-16. You just wait. I can't wait till this Sunday when you get your ass whipped by the Bills. But one thing's for certain. When Carolina comes to Oakland in week 12, you guys will get the biggest ass beating you have ever gotten in history. Yeah, that's right. I said it. In history. Worse than any beating you've ever got before. Just one thing. Panthers undefeated, baby. Even though there's only been two games so far, we're still going to kick your ass. This is the Proud Panther, and I am out. Well, guess what? You're no longer undefeated. You just got punked this week, Padna, and just one of many. And December 12th, I hope you bring your pink ass and the rainbow shirt you're wearing, too, to the Raider Nation tailgate because we can find you very easily, Padna. Yeah, well, I'll be waiting for that game, too. Matter of fact, that game is becoming more important by the day. Listen, pal, but when you got some stuff to talk, come on over to the Raider Nation. Until then, you're a tired album. This will be your last take unless you have something fresh, which I doubt. Eee, kitty, 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 kitty. That's right, proud pussy. Nice talking to you. You ain't coming back no more, partner. Who we got next here? That's right. Raider AC. Hit it, Raider AC. Nice talking to you, brother. Hey, what's going on, Raider Nation? This is Raider AC out of Portland, Oregon. I'm sure you're just as disappointed as me. I want to talk about this Buffalo game for a minute. You know, I, I called in on Friday after the last week's podcast and said, I didn't think Buffalo's offense is that great, that we would win 20-17, to 17, and we should have won 23-21. And this is why. We have our, we'll start off with the defense. Rob Ryan's got our guys blitzing from every side, every package. We're looking aggressive. We're looking awesome. These guys can't do nothing on our defense the whole day. So what do we do? We just need to hold them one fucking time. And he comes out and drops into a fucking, I don't know if it's a cover two prevent, wherever the hell he's running, where our guys are playing completely soft. Any receiver or tight end can run 10 yards down the field and turn around. After five years of this fucking defense on the last drive when we're holding the lead, Rob Ryan still doesn't understand that this defense won't hold up in the NFL. Absolutely pathetic. We outplayed them in every phase of that game, and we lost. And also the offense. See, man? We're holding a 22-16, what was it, 23-16 lead at one point, and Kippen runs like three running plays to the right. I mean, finally, the series before, I actually saw a slant pattern ran by Johnny Lee Higgins, and it was beautiful and went for a 90-yard touchdown. Finally, a slant pass, and we get it. And, of course, he doesn't come out and try another pass play. And then you see these awesome two running back sets where it's getting direct snap to McFadden. He hands it off to whoever the other running back is, and we get 10. We haven't even had the guy try to hold on to it because they only called that play, I think it's two or three times the whole fucking year, even though it works every time. I mean, I know Kiffin has way more plays in his playbook, and he's not pulling them out. It's starting to piss me off. They know we're going to run the ball. 
And they stopped us. We did nothing to try to score more. You can't play in the NFL with that kind of attitude. You have to always try to score. And Rob Ryan, get your shit together. Our guys finally look good, and you fucking cough it up at the end. Anyways, to next week, we'll fuck up San Diego. This is Raider AC out. That's right, man. The Raider D, what can I say? The Raider offense, that's right. The zone, man. It's called the zone defense. It's the end zone. Actually, I call it the twilight zone defense put on by Rob Ryan. Because as soon as we start to play it, Panda, we end up in the fucking twilight zone. <laughs> We're like a bunch of fans in another dimension. I can't fucking believe it. And Lane Kiffin, man, it's predictable play calling, dude. It's juvenile. And what someone said here once, it's pedestrian. That's right. Get some imagination, Lane. Bring some of that stuff out from USC, partner. Let's have some pop in our team. Do some trick plays. We ain't got nothing to lose, man. We're rebuilding. Let's do it, man. Let's throw the playbook in here. Thanks, Raider AC. Very cool. Who we got now? Raider Kevin. Oh, dude, he's leaving the stadium. Hit it, brother. Good day, Raider Nation. Raider Kevin from Buffalo, New York. I just stepped out of this Raiders game just walking out of Bill Stadium, and I, I can't tell you, there is nothing worse, nothing that sucks more than being around these pretty pugnacious Bill fucks who are jumping up and down in complete jubilation because they fucking squeaked away a one-point game on a Raiders team where the coach decided that he wasn't going to throw the fucking ball all day. He was just going to let his running backs do the shit. How the fuck do you come up with a playbook and just run all day and don't pass? And bull, absolute bullshit, Raider Nation. Uh, the defense, the Angelo Hall, absolutely fucking sucked today. Uh, I, I mean, cover two, cover one, I don't know what the fuck cover they are in, but the Angelo Hall could not cover shit for this game today. Shit needs to be fixed, and it needs to be fixed in a fucking hurry. That's right. Leaving Buffalo Stadium with all those fans that are probably barking in his ear that they were all sitting there for three quarters of the game with a thumb in their ass and the other thumb in their mouth. That's right. Until the announcer said, switch. That's right. All you Bills fans out there with your Buffalo heads on, drooling because the Raiders are taking it to your ass, and the last six minutes of the game, you guys are all that? Oh, man, you guys were punked from the very beginning. You're lucky you didn't lose that game. Don't even talk to me. That's a brutal loss for you, brother, because you were there. But at least for three quarters, you got to put it in their face, and I got to love that for sure. Okay, man, what do we got next? Who's coming up? There's my good partner. That's my buddy right now. My brother, Raider Rick. Hit it, brother. Raider Nation, Raider Rick coming out of Dallas. What the fuck was that shit? How can we dominate a game for three and a half quarters and all of a sudden Rob Ryan decides to go into fucking dumbass mode? What the fuck? You know what? This asshole has been here five fucking years. In the last two-plus years, we've had good enough talent to compete. Taking leads into the fourth quarter with an anemic fucking offense for the most part over the last couple of years, yet managed to fucking go into this, oh, let's not fucking lose. You know what? The prevent does one thing. It fucking prevents you from winning, you asshole. 
I don't know how anybody else feels, but I think Rob Ryan needs to fucking have his ass sent fucking packing. As far as I'm concerned, this is his big fucking undermined deal that he's got in his fucking fat head. I think he's undermining the coach. I personally think he's one of those guys, and we've all had him. Think about all the people you've worked with in your past work history. You've always had that fucking guy that always was your buddy, your pal. Yeah, things are cool. They're copacetic. We get along. We're best friends. Yep, they're back behind your back telling your fucking boss how much they don't like you and all the other kind of bullshit they think is going to get you in trouble. Well, I think Rob Ryan's doing the same fucking shit. I think he's fucking on the fucking front line with the media saying, hey, look, me and Lane get along fine. I told Lane I was going to go do this stuff. You know what? Bullshit, Rob Ryan. You're on the back end fucking giving him the hand job. I know you're fucking hoping that Davis is going to name you the fucking coach and this is your way of fucking getting the position because his ass wouldn't give it to you two years ago. I hope Al is fucking learning a lesson. You know what? Sometimes you got to listen to youth, you old decrepit fuck. Anyways, that's all. I'm out. Later. Yeah, well, there you go. Ryan needs to go. You know how I feel, bro. You know exactly what I say. And Dysfunction Junction rolls hard in Alameda, and I'm just fucking tired of it. You know that from this podcast. So I don't need to go any more into that bullshit. Who we got next? Tim from Oklahoma. Hit it, brother. Hey, how's it going, Raider Nation? This is Raider Tim calling from Oklahoma. You know, it's still uh, Raiders lose, losing by one point today. But, you know, I'm proud of the boys. They played a good, tight game. For the Raiders, the thing that I saw that kind of, you know, kicked me off was the way Rob Ryan had the defense going there towards the end. He had him playing, you know, had the cornerbacks uh, and the secondary towards the back, you know, way playing deep, not playing up close. And then, you know, Trent Edwards, that was allowing him to, you know, basically pick apart the defense. I saw on the uh, ESPN that we had – they gave up 297 yards in the second half after only giving up 90 yards in the first half. But, you know, win some, lose some. But hopefully we'll go into San Diego next week and kick some charges. But go Raiders. Well, the D got tired. I got to admit the D did get tired because the offense did not get first downs. We get 10 total first downs. That's some bullshit. That is right. They got three first downs in that last six minutes. We couldn't get any first downs the whole fucking game. Yes, Ryan sucks balls. That's all I got to say about that right now. Who we got next? Raul Oliveros. I know, man. You couldn't hold it in, could you? That's what we're here for. We're Raider Therapy. That's right, Panda. We are the Raider Nation Podcast. What you got to say, brother? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raul Oliveros calling from Southgate, California. And usually I wait till a couple of days after the game is over to give him call, call in and give my take on the game, but I just couldn't wait because that was bullshit. That was some bullshit giving up them two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to lose that game. When we're up by nine, when Johnny Lee Higgins scores a touchdown and we give up the game, that wasn't good defense. Don't get me wrong, but there were some plays in this game, like the Jamarcus Russell fumble, that shouldn't have been a fumble because of a cheap shot 
and Darren McFadden took because he was turning around trying to get the ball, and the linebacker pops him. I don't know if you guys saw it, but I clearly saw it. And then the ball pops out, and then it's a fumble. So, of course, we gave up the quick score right there. I'm upset. I'm just off. And I guess all we got to wait now is on that news about Lane Kiffin getting fired because we got the Chargers next week at home. And if we don't show up, we know how LT loves to play the Raiders. He may not be doing good right now, but when he plays the Raiders, he gets a hell of, hell of a lot better, Raider Nation. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking pissed off right now. I know I should have waited a couple of days, but I just couldn't wait. Couldn't wait. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess. Semper Fi, Raider Nation. Hang in there. Raul Oliveros, and I'm out. Yeah, that's right, man. That J-Rush fumble on R31, it hurt us. It gave him an easy touchdown when a time when our defense was moving. A lot of momentum changed during that time. You're absolutely right. We should have won this game. You're right, and that's what we're here for, man. You can vent here at the Raider Nation podcast, brother. That's what we're all about. Who we got next? Oh, the Raider General. <laughs> he got one thing for you, DeMarshmello Hall. Hit it, brother. Hey, Raider Nation. This is the uh, Raider General out here in Grand Ledge, Michigan. All alone out here as a one and only Raider fan. I got something short and sweet. Four things to say. D'Angelo Hall, you suck. D'Angelo Hall, you bite. D'Angelo Hall, you blow. And lastly, Kiff, use those timeouts wisely at the end of the game. We lose a tie. Raiders till I die. Out. Well, there you go, Marshmallow. That's all I got to say, man. You better hit to that man-to-man coverage because you as suck on a zone. Okay, who we got next? Who we got next here? Raider Jeff from Florida. Let's hear it, brother. You know you got to vent like the rest of the nation. Give it to me, bro. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Jeff from Orlando, Florida. Just want to thank you again for this bone line and the opportunity to uh, have a catharsis, some therapy, especially after a loss like this one that occurred this weekend. It was heartbreaking to lose to Buffalo because we definitely looked like the better team for three quarters. And uh, I'm seeing some definite improvement and advancement in the offense. And that's definitely due to uh, Lane Kiffin's influence. I see a lot of change in the way this team is playing this year over last year. How about Super Mario Henderson? He's doing pretty good for uh, not having played it down before two weeks ago. Um, I'm getting tired of Lane Kiffin not, uh, possibly not going to be here. It looks like he's got a good head on his shoulders as a coach, and I I just don't understand what's going on. I guess just because he's not a uh, a yes man, Al wants to get rid of him. On a lighter note, I wonder if Rob Ryan is on the take, because I do not understand the change in philosophy from the first three quarters of the game to those last three drives in the fourth quarter. 
I didn't understand D'Angelo Hall playing 10 yards off of uh, Lee Evans at that point in time in the game. I could have thrown the passes to that side of the field. One last thing, Raider Greg. <laughs> I don't think we'll be hearing from the Pink Panther anymore. That guy sounds like a cartoon character. And uh, since his Panthers lost this week, I'm seriously doubting he'll be giving you a call to give you any business. Well, as we say, win, lose, or tie, Raiders till we die. Goodbye. Yeah, Mario Henderson did look good. You know, Ryan, you know, Ryan, he just blows. I mean, what can I tell you? Use the same defense we got beat on the Monday night. Can he come up with anything else? Are we stuck with that defense if we can't play the normal blitzing defense? He better come up with another package, Patna, because that's it. And as far as Al Davis goes, man, he's the man for now. What are you going to do? There's nothing we can do about it. We got to ride the wave, Patna. That's the way it is. Let's see who we got next. Ah, my good brother, the Crusader Raider from London, England. Hit it, my brother. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. What a weekend. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. Commit suicide once again. Poor decisions. Why did Kiff not use his timeouts? What happened on all those third downs? How did we give up 17 points in the fourth? Someone's to blame. Someone has to take the can. And all, all this, and I had to follow it on the internet here in the UK because we had no live feed of the game. It's tough, you know, following our team. What happened with Jamarcus again? I know Kip wants to sort of ease him in a bit, but blimey, if he don't get moving soon, he'll be easing himself out of a job, Kip. I mean, he just needs the slightest excuse. I mean, by the time I've done this bone line, he might not even be in a job. But Jamarcus, 72 yards passing, taking away that Higgins reception, I'm afraid it's just not good enough. You're on the money. You've been there two years. I don't accept you're a rookie. You've got to start working. You've got to start earning. And you've got to start putting your finger out, boy. It was a bad weekend for me in England. The soccer team I support lost in the last few seconds. We lost in the tennis and the Davis Cup. There was some funny little golf tournament going on to get ride or something or other. I don't know what that was all about. And then the Raiders. Oh, my God, the Raiders. Hey, I'd love to be there. When I, when I read through the uh, comments forum and I hear you guys all getting upset and wound up and moaning, and I know it's tough, I'd love to be there. I'd love to be there at more games. But, hey, over the last five years... I've done seven games. I've done 55,000 air miles. That's my commitment to the team. And I've seen one victory, and that was against Buffalo in Oakland. We've suffered. I've suffered the Denver defeats, the Seattle away defeats, the, oh, the Bears defeat last year. You know, it's got to change, but we've got to turn it around. We've got to keep together. We've got to stick together. Let's hope Kiff stays in there. Whatever's going to happen, who knows? Al's not going anywhere. That's why. Al's going nowhere. He's going to stop. We need to stop the moaning um, in the Coliseum. We need to get back, get in the Coliseum, have beers, tailgate together, and remember what it's all about. You have eight regular home games a year. We waited and waited and waited for this season to come. We had the disappointment at Denver. I know it was a crap game. But, hey, the Chiefs, we took that result. It wasn't a, a, an, 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 an easy game for the Chiefs to beat the Raiders. But, hey, we got the result. We should have, and we really, really should have beaten the Bills this weekend and blew it. But, uh, hey, 
things are going to change this weekend, Raider Nation, because Raider Collins coming in from Scotland, and he's a true Braveheart Raider fan, and boy, is he going to uh, get you guys going. So take an opportunity to come over and meet him uh, with Raider Greg and Randy. I say Collins coming in from Scotland, and I'm sure that he's going to get the uh, the fans going against those San Diego Chargers um, this weekend. So... Raider Nation, let's start thinking about what what we can do. We've got to get moving together. We don't want to hear the uh, the only we want to hear cheers in that stadium because at the weekend there was a guy in America, Mr. Weekly or something like that. I don't know. He was playing golf, and all we could hear all the way over here in the UK was boo. And we don't want that this weekend at the end of the game in the Coliseum. Let's beat them charges this weekend. I'm relying on you nation to get the team sorted. Let's hope the coaches' situation eases off a bit this week. And let's hope that we can get a victory. I'll be following it on the internet. It's going to be another late night here in London. Uh, the game will finish about half past 12 in, uh, in the morning. But uh, that's, that's why we're all together. We are the Silver and Black International throughout the world. Make Colin welcome. Let's get the team going. I know it's tough, Raiders Nation, but we've got to stick together. This is Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, looking forward to November when I'll be coming over for the Panthers and the Dolphins game. Let's hope that the season's still alive by the time I get there. I'm relying on you boys to make it that way. Go Raiders! Five years, seven games, 55,000 freaking miles, and one victory against the Bills. I was there with that game. You know I was there with you, brother. That's right. Talk about some dedication, Raider Nation. You know what? We've been bitching a lot around here, and here's a guy that would just die to be here watching any game no matter what. So we have to be thankful for having the Raiders here. We have to be thankful for the possibility that we can go see him play. That's very, very cool. We don't have to be happy with the team or the management style or any of that other horse shit, but we definitely have to be happy that we are here and we are doing it, and we're right here with the Raider Nation. Yeah, I know. The Pink Panther's been calling in again, and that's about the last one he's going to get. That's his last freebie because he ain't coming up with anything big except the Raiders suck and we're going to kick your ass. Yeah, I don't think so, Padna. Anyways, Colin from Scotland's coming, man. We're looking forward to that action right now because it's very, very cool. I'm going to tell you for sure. Now, let me just remind the Raider Nation, if you're coming to the tailgate for the San Diego game on the 28th of September, Hit us a line, drop us a note, give us something so we can make sure you make it to our tailgate because it's a jungle out there, people. That's right. There's tailgates all over the place. People are partying and have a good time. You don't want to waste any time away from our tailgate because we've got to get you into video, and you know what I'm talking about. Randy and I need to have that footage of all the wayward Raider fans coming down here to the Coliseum, to the Black Hole, to get checked out. Check out the Raider Nation. You know what I'm talking about. Before I'm done here, I'm not finished here with the show on this particular bone line because this one here pretty much says it all. It's our Kansan Raider. I got to let him shout it out because it says a whole lot in a very short, short, short burst of rant. Hit it, our Kansan Raider. <laughs> This is Arkansan Raider. I think I speak speak for the Raider Nation when I say that game was ours. Oh, oh! Well, there you go, Raider Nation. Until next week, when we pound the nutless, boltless, chargeless, dead batteries. That's right. That is right. They're coming to our house. 
We're sick of losing. We got to get in there and shout out loud, man. Kiffin and Ryan better be ready to play because I'm telling you, the Raider Nation's on edge, partner. This game could be fierce, and I mean fierce. The fans are ready for a win. The team is ready for a win. We're tired of being beat down at home by these punk-ass hoes, and you know what I'm talking about. Let's go, Raider Nation. Put your ass in a seat. I'm bringing a bunch of people to this game. We got to win at home against these guys because I'm sick of losing. I'm an old town Raider. This is Raider Greg. You all be ready. Ready for this. And I am out. Welcome to the house, the house of pain. Lil Al Davis, that's my middle name. I pack a pistol like Treble in the car. Here's Edwards back, now pressured out by Kelly, they got him swarmed under and sacked, back on the 15-yard line. Tommy Kelly and Gerard Warren got in. All the way to Kansas City, I hate the Chargers and the Broncos. They put McFadden in the shotgun, Wild Hog, Michael Bush to his right. The snap from Grove, the handoff to Michael Bush, up the middle, a big hole, 30-35, he rolls out to the 37-yard line. Bills up 7-6, they have an eye formation behind Trent Edwards, Barnes the fullback, it's a play action to Lynch who circles out, Edwards had the ball knocked from behind, and it's a live ball for now, the Raiders have it! Trent Edwards, short drop, looks left, throws, Lee Evans got it on Asamoah, and he fumbled the ball, it's free, the Raiders dive on it! It is recovered by Jabril Wilson in bounds. My head and got a Raiders shield tattooed on my head. To my Raiders over here, Raiders over there. Throw your ones in the air. Marshawn Lynch, Lee Evans wide right. They're looking for Evans down the sideline on Hall. They throw it. Hall jumps the route. Rolling around. Intercepted by Hall. He gets up. He runs back the other way for a touchdown. Is he in? They're going to say he's down. Feels good to be a Raider. Ask that fool Jerry Rice. Quarterback sneak by Jamarcus Russell. Touchdown, Raiders! Jake Rowe pointing out potential blitzers. The Bills rush forward. They don't blitz. Over the middle, Higgins has got him. He breaks free to midfield. He's gone. He's gone. Touchdown.